going on New Year's Eve? Yes. Okay, happy New Year's Eve. What are you guys doing? Partying. I hope so. Drinking. Listening to this episode. Yeah, because y'all have nothing better to do than listen to us because <laughs> we are amazing and we are blessing you with another episode. You should time it to where this ends right at 12 o'clock. Literally, yeah. That we That's what we will be doing. <laughs> Solely doing that. That's it. Nothing else. No, we're just going straight to bed. Just straight to bed. What a boring... <laughs> no offense to us, but damn. Uh, no, we'll, we'll do something. We'll do a little something, something. Party. 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 I know. Drinking. <laughs> I mean, we do that every day, so no. <laughs> Speaking of... No, just kidding. Yeah, I know, right? With As our we red take little wine. sips of our red wine. That I happen to have in my trunk that I didn't realize for like... It's been there since Thanksgiving. That's great. That's crazy. Good thing it hasn't been that hot. Then. No, right? Yeah. Otherwise, it would have like been all gross or exploded in my. Oh my what god! I, I don't think so. Not unless it was like in there for many, many really hot days. Perhaps mm. I feel like maybe the pressure would go crazy in there. It's possible that, or I'd get some red wine vinegar. Ew. Yeah, <laughs> it would just overheat and get gross. I need to look that oh, up. Oh, I saw a TikTok that was so disgusting. I don't. I don't know if I sent it to you. But it was someone was like, my only job this year was to pick up the wine. And there was a sealed bottle of white wine and there was like an easily like one or two inch big spider (gasps) in the neck of the bottle, like just in there. And they're just like, and this is the bottle I fucking fit. Like, they didn't notice till they got home. Oh, my God. I'm like, that's so bad. And then they were just like, imagine if it was red wine and you didn't know until it was in your glass. And I'm like, like, I could only imagine taking a sip and something like tickling you. (laughs) And you're just like, what the fuck was that? And then you look in there, there's a fucking, I mean, at least it's dead, but like, no, thank you. I'll pass. I'm just like, if it was a cheap enough bottle, I would, I would keep it though. Cause it's just in there like preserved. Oh yeah, that's true. At the same time. For decoration or something. Right. (laughs) I'm like, at the same time, could you sue the company? Maybe. For that spider. I don't know. I'm sure they have some or kind like of, email uh, them about it. Yeah, I mean, sir, there is a spot. No, no more flies in soup, guys. Spiders and no. wine. Spiders and wine. Drama. Jeez. Check your wine bottles, y'all. We didn't even check this one. No, <laughs> no spiders, as far Wait, as we've seen. You would have seen I, it when you're pouring. What did I see in my cup earlier? No, that was a piece of cork. There or was go. it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is spiders. off to an amazing so start. So happy New Year's. Happy check New Year's. your wine for spiders. Yes. And your champagne at this point. Given Honestly, the time. just check anything. Right? <laughs> Imagine someone's just about to drink their nice glass of wine with this episode and we t- start talking about that. They're just like, um, I don't want this anymore. Yeah. It's like, mmm. <laughs> no thanks. I hope you don't have arachnophobia. <sighs> Ooh, that would have been a great gift to give to Allie. Arachnophobia. A spider? A, a spider and a wine. Oh no! <laughs> a spider wine. A spider wine. I'm sure there's a wine called like spider or something. Oh yeah. With the way that wines are nowadays, with their stories and their pictures on bottles and stuff like that, isn't there like an octopus on one of them? Yes, probably on many. On many. It's I'm like, thinking of one specifically. It's like this wine was made when a spider broke into the vineyard and like. <laughs> I don't know, kicked a grape off, which grew into the vines that we now 
some dramatic <laughs> story. <laughs> Start taking notes, wine makers. <laughs> When we make a wine, that has to be the story we put on the label. It all started with... With a single spider. Our story begins. Yeah, what, it's like, what is this, wine or Charlotte's Web? Like, oh, This is great. But yeah, so we were talking like New Year's things, so. I say, because it's very, very varied. Nah, very kind of varied. varied. New Year's. New Year's. Today we are talking about... Uh, let's see. There are many names to it, so let me list them. The Year 2000 Problem, <laughs> uh, a.k.a. the Y2K Problem, the Y2K Scare, the Millennium Bug, the Y2K Bug, the Y2K Glitch, the Y2K Error, or simply just Y2K. Y2K? Y2K. Y2K! <laughs> At the D-I-A. Oh, no. <laughs> it's back. I don't know why I was thinking D and art. I'm like, that's no. the wrong one. <laughs> oh my gosh. All these abbreviations, man. But yeah, so throwing it all the way back to the year 2000, which was 23 years ago. 24 after midnight, apparently. Ooh, so there's that fun stuff. Do you feel old or do you feel old? I'm I mean, just like, I'm already 89, so... Right. I could be older. I'm ready to be 90. (laughs) Dude, no, that's just like basically the people who were born in the year 2000 are turning 24 next year. That's a weird way to put it, but like, isn't that crazy? I am ancient. Yes, yes. yes. (laughs) But anywho, if you've never heard of this because you were born in the year 2000, horrifying. I I mean, that being said, I was five. But anyways, uh, it refers to potential computer errors related to the formatting and storage of calendar data for dates in and after the year 2000. That's very wordy, but it basically means like, I guess computers didn't have much storage back then, a.k.a. fucking floppy disks with like 32 megabytes, not even like gigabytes and all that. Uh, So they did a lot of shortcuts and one of the ways they were making things shorter and more like compact saving space saving space was by having many programs be represented only by only having the final two digits instead of the full four for the year so like they're just like oh we'll just do 95 instead of 1995 because it'll save a ton of uh, like space when it comes to programming when it comes to like certain programs right (laughs) And also, a lot of uh, people didn't think that that technology would last that long either. Mm -hmm. So they were just like, oh, well, this won't ever be a problem. Right. They're (laughs) just like, oh, we'll be on to a different thing by now. Yeah. Which, I mean, they technically were, but people just didn't want to spend the money on Mm -hmm. new computers and new software. But yeah, so basically the whole fear was that when it hit zero, zero... Instead of the computer being like, oh, it's the ne- the year 2000, it'd just go all the way back to 1900. Right. And it would cause a lot of different malfunctions. Mm-hmm. Like, I think one of the biggest ones uh, that I saw was the whole bank thing. People yes. thought they were going to have negative interest. <laughs> yeah. From, like, like, the year 1900. <laughs> yeah, apparently a lot of people didn't know because, like, it would go from 99 to 00. So they're like, 
would the account close? Because mm-hmm. it's like, oh, there's no no accounts were created in that year. So mm-hmm. like, let me close all the accounts. Or yeah, uh, would interest not apply properly? Uh, just all that, yeah, all the banking stuff. Would it just like zero out my bank account and then like, it's going to give no record of the money I had? Mm-hmm. So a lot of people were pulling out money like crazy. I'm sure his were, <laughs> you get all those old people well not old but older people who are like i don't trust the banks i keep exactly. my money in my mattress <laughs> i buried it in a hole <laughs> now where was that hole i don't know i'm tired of this grandpa <laughs> <laughs> well that's just too dang bad <laughs> but yeah hey <laughs> all the fucking holes references right. that we make in this podcast i swear to god the way we find just a place to put it every time we have to oh my gosh <laughs> if you haven't seen holes yet like what are you even yeah. doing with your life dude i still need to read the book i have access oh, to yeah, the book yeah. and i haven't even fucking read the book anyways <laughs> that should have been one of the ones i grabbed for the winter break yes but anywho yeah so i guess uh let's see um people like started becoming aware of this and Mm -hmm. companies predicted the global damage caused by the bug would require anything between 400 million and 600 billion to fix so today just i'm not sure how much um did you find out how much that is in today's money i did not okay so i have it it's 1 trillion 69 billion 864 wait no that's wrong i wrote it wrong but basically, it's like uh, a little over a trillion. Dang. Yeah. Gigantic number. Basically, yes. had they had they not faced it and it actually over glitched, a trillion dollars, it would have been a very expensive problem. Yes. And do you have who was the guy who discovered the problem? No, I so- <laughs> heard I heard a lot of different things about it. That's why. So apparently, I forgot who he is. Um, but he was basically like everyone just you know, kind of shoved him away. Like, okay, whatever, dude. He's just like a nerd. Uh, his nerd. name is Bob Beamer. <laughs> Bob Beamer. And he discovered the problem in 1958. Ah. Um, yeah, so it was... No wonder people were like, ah, we don't have to worry about exactly. it. Exactly. From, from what I read around, like, forums and stuff of actual, like, programmers, old-ass programmers who were live during old-ass programmers... Old ass in the sense that they were old enough to be programmers in the 90s when this was going on. They were like, basically, by, they started working on the problem in like, 94, 95. Yeah. Like, they had to like, oh shit, yeah, this might actually be an issue. Yeah. And then they started like, apparently it was a very lucrative time to be a programmer. Oh, yeah. So that, um, the... Bob Beamer guy, you know who he reminded me of? Was freaking, um, so I had to ask Jacqueline what his name was because I couldn't remember. Terry from Seoul, the little guy, the counter guy. Oh, the counter guy. He's like, the count is off. (laughs) And everyone's like ignoring him. They're like, okay, you do it then. Yeah, it's like, well, you are up to the task. He's like, okay, got it. (laughs) And his sole mission was to find why the number was off. That's who he reminded me of because he's like, I'm going to get to the bottom of this. Wow, <laughs> and everyone's like, uh-huh, uh-huh. He yeah. was the only one actually thinking ahead. Uh-huh. But yeah, basically people, I guess, again, you have to remember this was like er, the 90s because I guess people started hearing about it probably in like 98, 99, mm-hmm. like the general masses. And you can't really 
look things up. I mean, I guess they did have their computers, but not everyone had a computer because they were expensive. Yeah. And like, you can't really, and even if they did, you can't really just, they didn't have the ability to just Google shit. Exactly. And this is such a modern problem that they couldn't exactly find a book about it. Yeah. So it was just everything that the news was telling them. They had to take it at face value. And they were like, they were pushing like it, they were sensationalizing it like crazy. Fear mongering, yeah, fear mongering. And like apparently, um, I was watching this video with some guy talking about it, and he was talking about how basically, I think it was someone from the the Pentagon who had come up on the news, and was talking about like, oh, this is a serious problem, yada yada yada, but never went into specifics about like what the problem entailed Mm -hmm. he was just like oh yeah you know it's an issue and the news were so like um that's when they were all kind of coming out and kind of competing with each other Mm -hmm. so each one was trying to put out a new story like yeah to top the other networks no okay so so they they were the ones like really being like oh well this can happen like planes are gonna fall out of the sky Mm -hmm. and the we're gonna have a Glo- or not not a glo- or yeah global um like the power grid is completely gonna shut off nukes are gonna co- like just launch themselves launch into- <laughs> yeah yeah literally. i remember that sh- i remember seeing all that mm-hmm. and like there were even like tv shows the fucking family guy covered it the <laughs> simpsons covered it king of the hill covered it yeah. everyone was freaking out uh, it even led some people to stock up on food, water, yeah. firearms, mm-hmm. purchase backup generators again. Yes. Because of the whole power thing. And withdraw large sums of money to put in their hole in the backyard. <laughs> to put on their mattresses. <laughs> Before, you know, the bank accounts all zeroed out, according to them. Literally. Or what was it? Um, I have it written down. Hundreds of years worth of interest. <laughs> Not my it would interest. would charge their accounts, basically. <laughs> Which is dumb that they, like, okay, say it did do that. Like, obviously, panic and all that. But, like, the banks couldn't actually tell you, hey, you owe $5 billion. Yeah. Especially if it's happening to everyone at the same time. Literally. Like, I, I'd be more scared of, yeah, my money just zeroing out completely. That would suck because there's no guarantee they're going to, like, give you the exact amount back it's like at that point come on get a uh i don't know they have printers right get a print out of your statements (laughs) that's actually smart yeah or like can i get a printout of how much money i currently have in my account listen you just log on to your bank app and you take a screenshot hello (laughs) (laughs) dude no have you seen those those are fucking scary there have been people where they log on to their chase app and it's like, oh, you owe five million. Your bank account is at negative five million dollars. What the fuck? Yeah, like just a weird, really large amount in negative. Oh, shit. It's it's always a, an app glitch because mm-hmm. like no one could even take out that much money. In, right. You know what I mean? It can't overdraft that badly. But like, imagine opening your banking app and it's at negative five million. <laughs> like, I'd be like, what the fuck right? did I spend my money on? <laughs> How drunk was I last night? Where is my mansion? Because <laughs> apparently I bought one yesterday. Right? <laughs> in Utah, because fuck if a California mansion. That's like a True. normal house in California. Honestly. <laughs> oh, that's probably one in the valley or something. Up Hope in, uh, what's, what's that area called? Like, buy a house right next to Kim K or some shit. I don't know. Calabasas. <laughs> is it Calabasas? Yeah, they okay. live in Calabasas. I'll buy a house right next to Oprah and Ellen DeGeneres or something, you know? <laughs> 
I don't know if you want to be next to them. No, I'm just saying. No, that's probably like a... No. I see. I think it'd be more, right? It's like a 13 mil house. I don't probably. Know. I mean, yeah, Kim Kardashian's like, ew, 5 million? Right. Who do you think I am? It's like peasants. Because, <laughs> you know, she's listening to this podcast right, right now. <laughs> she's sitting on the couch next to Pedro Pascal. <laughs> And they're just like, ew, five million. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> of course, he had to make an entrance. Of course, it's it's the He's year welcome. <laughs> Pedro, Pedro honey, <laughs> you there? You want to come over for New Year's, baby? <laughs> Amorcito. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, fucking dead. <laughs> But yeah, so like all of that panic and and nothing really happened. The yeah. year just went off without a hitch. Yeah. Apparently it, there was a lot of trepidation, like the the new year ball dropped and everyone just kinda like, Yay, but like kinda cautiously yeah. looked around to make sure and then after like three minutes there's Yay! Okay, we're good, we're good. <laughs> I ran into a few stories of people who like <laughs> I guess someone went, um, like, they were, you know, all gathered around doing the New Year's thing. And then all the lights did go off. Mm-hmm. And then it was always one fucking asshole who went and, like, turned off the Oh, yeah. Breaker. That's a story I kept finding over yeah. and over and over again. I'm like, you know what? I'd panic. And then I'd probably laugh, too. Like, more out of nerves, probably. Just yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, okay, so everything is fine. Right. Okay, go cool. My first thought would be like, what? Look out the window. See, if see all the lights? Yeah. And I'm just like... Okay, what the fuck is going on? Who the fuck? Yeah, and then be annoyed at that person. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so nothing really happened, but a lot of people credit that to all the experts going right. ahead and like getting ahead of the problem and mm-hmm. getting paid hella overtime to fix it. Uh, billions upon billions of dollars were spent upgrading computer programs and systems to prevent this. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was so successful that to this day, a lot of people laugh at the Y2K bug as an overreaction because nothing happened. Right. Some people even consider it a hoax. Yep. But it's not a hoax. It's just they fixed the problem. Right. Which really does bother me. Like, oh, it was fake. They just wanted to make people panic. Yes. But it was an issue. And thanks to all these hard workers, it got fixed, you know? Mm-hmm. I got a few little bullet points here of things that did happen. Yeah, some some countries didn't go out of their way to fix anything. Yeah. So there were a few bugs here and there. Yes. I don't so, know. Was there anything major? I don't know if there was anything um, major. So I have, I'll list them off to you. There's go only a few. It. So an alarm at a nuclear power plant did malfunction and went off um, because of the date change. But it was just like a false alarm and it wasn't a big deal. Oh, but no. of course people Ooh. panicked. They were yeah. like, oh my God. Especially at a nuclear plant. At a plant. nuclear plant. <laughs> yeah. Um... Breathalyzers in Hong Kong just stopped working. <laughs> nice. Um, <laughs> Don't drunk drive. Nobody but getting like, pulled over at midnight. Oh my god! Uh, on New Year's mm-hmm. too, like that saved. You know that saved more than one prison's ass. Oh that night. yeah. Um, in Germany, a man got six point two million in his account. Hell yeah, lucky man. Right. Um, ATM machines malfunctioned. Some of them, not all of them. But did they some start did spitting out money? God, I hope so. <laughs> Just run and grab. That's what I do. Right. And in Jamaica, traffic lights stopped working. But this was an issue that they could have fixed. And they just kept saying, oh, it's not that big of a deal. We'll mm. fix it later. And then didn't. Wow. Until so like they, they to... Yeah, they ended up fixing it after the fact. Mm-hmm. But they did stop working at the, at the new year. Yeah. 
But yeah, some companies laughed at the idea that the bug could even cause problems, which it was probably all the like older CEOs that like don't even know how computers work. So they're Mm -hmm. just like, oh, a little number can't break anything. But yeah, um, so yeah, some companies did suffer. They had some glitching and everything. Mm -hmm. Let's see. Do I have any of that? No, I don't have any more glitches. But yeah, apparently after everything was said and done, then U.S. President Bill Clinton, who organized efforts to minimize the damage in the United States, labeled Y2K as the first challenge of the 21st century Mm -hmm. successfully met. Right. (laughs) And retrospectives on the event typically commend the programmers who worked to avert the anticipated disaster. So the programmers are getting their credit for actually fixing the problem, which I love, as opposed to, oh, we didn't need to worry about that. It's like, our streetlights could have gone to shit, too, if they didn't fix them over here. Yeah. And, yeah, countries were... uh, Critics argued that even in countries where very little had been done to fix software, problems were minimal. The same was true in sectors such as school and small businesses where compliance with Y2K policies were patchy. So, basically, Mm -hmm. anywhere that had, like old machines and stuff that they wouldn't think to upgrade or had the money to upgrade it's like they didn't really have money problems either yeah so i don't know if you know or not i think i might have told you in the past but maybe not um my dad used to work Mm -hmm. on computers and all that stuff so i gave him a call yesterday and i'm like hey (laughs) (laughs) what's up uh you remember (laughs) you remember i remember um (laughs) So I asked him about the whole, you know, ordeal. And I was like, what do you remember about that? Like, because I know he was mm. working on computers back then. Um, and he actually worked at my, like, not worked at, but he did work for my uncle. Like, because he had, they basically made jerseys and stuff like that. Like, okay. For sports teams and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, they needed the big computers to, like, run and mm. operate all the machines. Uh, and my dad would go and fix them and all that stuff. And he would take on side jobs, too. So I was curious, like, did you ever run into any issues with, like, my uncle's company, with their computers, with mm. their software, with any other ones? And he's like, no. <laughs> like, <laughs> like yeah, he's yeah, like, no. no, literally, like, nothing. He's like, I remember the panic around it, and I remember people asking me about it, and I was like, it's literally not a problem. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> most of these computers, like, yeah, a lot of the computers had already been upgraded yeah. for the most part, and, like, the really old ones, like... It wasn't enough to really affect anything mm-hmm. at in a big scale, you know? Yeah. So yeah, he was like, yeah, it was very like minimal. Yeah, like, a lot of a lot nothing. of people forget that a lot of machinery and like even like because I know they were like arcade games and all these random little things. Mm-hmm. A lot of the things that were listed were things that technicians regularly work on. Yeah. Which means that they are regularly up upgrading and updating everything. Yeah. Like it's like if you have a very sp- like. If Oreo has their, like, machine that, like, stamps the Oreos with right. the Oreo print, they're going to want the latest upgrades and everything. Yeah. Otherwise, it's going to glitch out and they don't want to spend the money when it breaks. So, of course, they're going to be updating it without you even knowing. So, exactly. you're going to panic. Oh, no, they didn't update it. It's like they update it every time. Yeah. They just don't tell you because they don't need to because you don't, you're in the 90s. You don't know what that even means. Yep. Honestly, I worked, like... I did so much, um, like, little programming for my dad all the time just because I was bored. And he'd mm-hmm. be like, here you go. Here's all the discs. Here you go. All you do is next, 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 next. 
<laughs> nice. Done. Because, yeah, it's like the, the install wizard or whatever. Yeah. I remember like, that's what I, it was called. Like, and those were, like, the easy ones. Because mm-hmm. he's like, I'm going to be working on the motherboard. All, the, all they need you to yeah. do is, like, program all these things on the computer. And they were always, like, yeah, like, the newest versions of stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, I know very minimal information mm-hmm. about how computers work. I am not a computer tech by any means. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I remember, like, I helped him a lot just, like, upgrading almost every computer he brought through. So, I feel like, yeah, a lot of people didn't know that it was being done, you know? Mm-hmm. They were just like, oh, there was, like, one big issue with my computer, and that was it. It was fixed. But they didn't know everything else that went along yeah. with that fix, you know? Yeah, and then on the other side of thing, I do have a comment from user Ian Dosmond. Sure, mm-hmm. probably his name. Uh, about the whole Y2K thing, like, oh, was there really a bug? He commented, yeah, but we fixed it. Thousands of programmers came out of retirement for five years to go through every line of code in every program out there. Damn. Billions of bugs were fixed. Many of my friends' first jobs in programming were going through legacy code looking for two-digit years and switching them to four-digit for years. Wow. It was a huge, huge project, and screwing it up could have messed up lots of critical infrastructure, and we, we fixed it before anything bad happened couple of cases where things displayed the year as like uh night instead of like 1900 or 2000 it rolled over to 19100 yeah <laughs> few crashes here and there but nothing significant and because of that the general public thought the whole thing was over overblown mm-hmm. uh gen x programmers are still salty about people claiming y2k was a nothing burger great wording <laughs> It wasn't. Rather, it was a problem that was solved before it happened mm-hmm. through con- through through concerted hard work. Yeah. And it's true. A lot of people still call it a hoax even today. But yeah, so it's just like, there. yeah, it was fixed. And yeah. then some stuff was already like prefixed before it was even right. an issue. At, like I saw somewhere, um, I don't remember who was the one who said it. It was probably like higher up people or something. But they were just, they commented, oh... People were upset because it wasn't a big deal. It's like it it didn't matter which way it went. If there was a big thing, people the the public would have been mad mm-hmm. that there was a big issue. And then but nobody because, bothered to fix it. Yeah, but because there wasn't an issue, they're like, "You guys are liars." <laughs> so he's like, the public would have been upset either way. So. Yeah. It's like, let's just be happy that the issue was fixed. <laughs> yeah, right. So, but, like, it goes to show you, no one even needed to talk about this. Yeah. It, like, was probably an issue that could have been fixed amongst, like, I don't know, fucking the government. Like, mm-hmm. you know, within the walls Which, yeah, or Bill, literally, Bill Clinton was like, oh, yeah, this was one of our first, like, yeah. efforts to fix it and all that. Or, like, yeah. this was the first big effort of the 2000s was us putting out a team to help fix it. Or, like... Yeah helping give funds to companies to help fix it because we don't want anything crashing right now right you know so it's just like yeah i'm like if anything i'm going for the news just fucking made everyone panic yeah as they do they always (laughs) do that shit and it's i mean you think after so many years they'd like fucking knock that shit off but no, that's then they how they make, make their money. profits. Yeah. yeah, if anything, there should be like a non-profit news thing or something. But even then, that could be skewed by whoever is funding said non-profit. Exactly. So it doesn't really matter. There's no such thing as an unbiased news source. True. Remember that. <laughs> God. 
That turned There dirty. will always be bias. If anything, check all the sources. I like the tip that's like, if you speak another language, go to, uh, go watch and read the news from, from the sources. Yeah, from sources that also speak the language. So like, we speak Spanish. Go, go to the Mexican news. Go read their websites. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of South Americans speak Spanish. Check their stuff. Mm-hmm. Spain, go check their stuff because they'll always have a different view on whatever it is America is reporting versus America. Because for all you know, the U.S. is talking about what a horrible, bad thing it is. And then you go look at through the other country's lens and they're like, actually, it would be fine it's just that America wouldn't make as much money. And then it's like, ah, that's yeah. why they're saying it's so horrible. Yes. It's shit like that. So, yeah. Always go through various news sources. That's why people like TikTok, too, because you get the actual news from the source sometimes. Right. Like, they're they're talking about, like, Maui, and then you actually get to see people in Maui talking about said disaster. Right. Even though they're trying to block that shit, but whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> tangents aside... I have a few, I guess, funny stories about Y2K because, you know, yes. the whole overblowing of things. Mm-hmm. That, that was really why I was excited to do this one, too, because I'm like, I know there's some crazy fucking stories oh, out there I'm somewhere. Sure. I found a few. So let's see. This is from a thread called, what's a funny story you have from Y2K? <laughs> <laughs> this one's from user Skib900. This is where? From user Skib900. No, but like his on Reddit? Or- yeah, Reddit okay. thread. Sorry, yeah, it's on Reddit. Uh, because of Y2K, I got a trampoline for $20. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Right? <laughs> How much are they otherwise? I mean, I'm sure back Dude, then they were less. It's probably, but... no, they're like the full size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but oh, I mean yeah. now they're what, like $800 maybe? Are they? expensive. I thought okay. they'd be like $200. Like if they're the full, full size one? No, they no, were probably right. 200 back then. Yeah, they were probably 200 back see, then. Trampoline. Oh, I was right. It's Damn. 899 for like, well, they vary. You can find a cheap one like for like 400 And likely. And that's cheap. <laughs> yeah, more. most of them are like 400 yeah. and up. Oh, there's one on Amazon, but it's like a very basic one. And that one's like almost, like it's about 200 Okay, and we don't know what size it is Oh, well, 129, but it's 19% off. Ooh, you can get it in apple green. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, that one might be sold out. Bummer. Oh, the apple green is 249. Wow. Pay pay $100 more for the color, I guess. Mind you, back then they didn't come with the nets either. True. They didn't really care about that kind of stuff. I'd say they were, you know what? It could have been like a $200 trampoline that like was like flubbed up. So then it was like 20. You know what I mean? Like, it was probably originally 200 No, it was not. No? And I'll tell you why. Okay, tell me. Okay, I see. Uh, I got a trampoline for $20. A guy was selling everything he owned to build a oh. bunker. Oh, shit. So it was the other way. It was a used trampoline oh, for 20 bucks. That being it. said, it seemed to be in good condition. Okay. He gave us, quote, unquote, informational videos <laughs> with the trampoline to explain what will happen when Y2K hits. <laughs> <laughs> so i thought oh an informational video like on how to maintain on the, trampoline. the trampoline no on what to do or what happened what will happen with y2k apparently he got his camcorder and made oh. a video 
Like, what the Wait, hell? Wait, it was an informational video that the guy who sold the trampoline made? Yeah, it was his own personal <laughs> informational video, which I'm sure he made a million copies of to sell, to give to everyone who bought his stuff. Oh my God, I'm... <laughs> And you know it was a big old VHS VHS tape too. Oh, I'm sure. That's so dumb. Oh, when I would give to have that video. Oh yeah, here. Then he says, "I was still fairly young, so my dad didn't let me watch them, and has since lost them." Oh. But he probably threw them out. Or someone like bought it at a yard sale. Yeah, they're just like, "What the fuck is this?" Oh my gosh. Oh, yeah. I love that so much. And everyone in the comments was like, please try to Find track that, that down or what I wouldn't give to right, watch that literally. video. Like, you know that shit. You know what? I'm crazy. sure you can find that shit online somewhere. Mm-hmm. You have, like, mm-hmm. God, I'm going to look for it on YouTube. There's got to so be, like, funny. he can't be the only person who did that. Oh, no, there has to be He's more. probably one of hundreds of people or thousands of people at least. Right. <laughs> but yeah, that was the story. He got a bargain from it. Love it. Which. That sucks. He sold all his stuff. So, like... And it was nothing. Yeah, so it's like, wait, what happened? That I don't want to oh, know. God. Do I want to know? I don't know. I mean, they're survivalists. They'll survive this. <laughs> <laughs> they they have plenty of food rations. They'll be fine. <laughs> Hopefully. They just had to go back into work on Monday like nothing happened. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so but, sad. Yeah. So now I have another from user Amari underscore Cooper. I was working construction with my cousin in 99, and we were building a bunker for a business owner. (laughs) Another bunker. Yep. He had a full-blown floor-heated detached garage with buried portable water tanks, so he was prepared. Mm -hmm. I asked him what he planned to store in the garage, and he just said foodstuffs. (laughs) This guy owned a business that he sold to fund the construction. (gasps) He fully believes society was going to completely collapse. Oh, my God. He had no power out where we were building, so everything could run on generators. <gasps> Often wonder how that dude reacted when society just went on like normal. Because he literally sold his company to put it all into this Damn, construction. We fucked up. We should have looked up like people who had bunkers. Where are they now? Honestly, that wouldn't <laughs> be a bad one. Uh, we will update you later on that. Mm-hmm. Ooh, speaking of update, like really quick before you start your next um, mm-hmm. story. Oh my fucking God. So I just barely listened to the uh, Spirit Guide episode. Like I listened back to it. Mm-hmm. I hate myself, dude. I fucking hate myself. What happened? So you know how I was like fumbling so bad on like just reading out my notes? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I don't know where the fuck my brain was that day. Where the why the fuck I thought it was archangels? The fuck? If you were listening and you were like, bitch, what the fuck are you talking about? It's archangels. Yeah, it's I was like, archangels? archangels? I, I swear I've heard both, though. No, but it's not. Yeah, okay, then maybe there's a lot and of listening back to it, oh my god, I was embarrassed for how many times I said it. I'm like, oh my god, just stop talking. Just <laughs> It's like, bitch, shut the fuck up. You don't know what you're talking about. It is Archangels. I apologize. I'm an idiot who clearly, like, my brain cells were missing that day. I apologize. Anyway. <laughs> That's funny. I, I was not sure where this update was going. Oh, so sorry. No, it's I just, like, couldn't stand it. And I knew I was going to forget. But right now, you reminded uh, me. So I was like, if I don't if I don't say something now, I'm going to forget later. So, apologies. Probably won't be the last time you'll hear me <laughs> fuck up a word, tragically, right along with the... Uh, fe- feline. 
Yeah, I was, I was going to say. <laughs> um, English is not my first language. <laughs> it is not, actually. It really isn't. <coughs> oh, I'm dying. But anyway. no, I'm like, speaking of Supernatural, freaking James. Uh, two, two little things. Uh, one of them, I guess he was listening to that story mm-hmm. and I guess he asked for a message and he got an angel number back. So Ooh. there's that one. I'll keep it vague. Cause I don't know how much he wants me to say, but yeah. So he was just like, Whoa. So I'm like, that's fun. Especially Dude. considering he's like a skeptic. So that's yeah. nice. Okay. I have something for you too, but I'll tell you after. So mm-hmm. remind me to tell you spirit guide stuff. Yes. After. Cause. Yes, it's very interesting where it was like undeniably directed at me. And I'm like, bitch, (laughs) I knew it. (laughs) Okay, but no. And then another random one today, uh, because I was we were going to get food earlier today Mm -hmm. and I I showered beforehand and I got ready, but he was taking a nap and I didn't want to wake him up. So I was just chilling on my phone and it hit exactly six. And I guess he woke up and he Mm -hmm. was he was good. And then we were talking later getting, when we were eating, and he was like, you didn't push me to wake up, right? And I'm like, no, I was sitting on the couch all the way on the other side of the room. He's like, yeah, I thought you pushed me. So I guess something pushed him, like, hey, wake up. Oh, shit. At exactly 6 o'clock. Interesting. So I'm like, nice little possibly paranormal, possibly still just dreaming. Could but be. apparently someone put, he's like, but they pushed him. I mean, your room's all sort of fucked up with yeah. uh, spirits, so it could be yeah. either. Damn it, I, I just cleansed the place. <laughs> I gotta re-cleanse it. Thanks, you didn't James. cleanse James. <laughs> Honestly, he's bringing it in with him. No. True, true, true. <laughs> but anywho, back to the, to the Y2K. <laughs> uh, user Angry Deuce says, here's a funny Y2K story that's not IT related. Back in 2000, I was a store manager for Blockbuster Video. Damn, Blast Blockbuster. from the past. <laughs> God, I love the Cracker Jack. <laughs> nice. I don't remember ever going. I remember like going to Blockbuster like once or twice because mm-hmm. we went to like the local video rentals. Right. So what is a video wait, 99 or whatever? I don't think it was on AMR. No. Oh, wait. It was across from Nogales. That was Hollywood Video. Ah. Do you guys remember that one? <laughs> I do remember Hollywood that too. Video. Fuck, that's way older. Damn. No, we went to like, it was like video 89, video 99, video mm-hmm. like insert number here across the street from yeah. the high school. I recall. Fucking, I'm I think pretty sure they sold weed in the back or something. Mm-hmm. But anyways, uh, he worked for Blockbuster Video. He was a manager. <laughs> Sometime around October of 99, I received an official memo from corporate regarding Y2K. This memo was basically what we, as store managers, were expected to do if there was a widespread societal unrest and collapse. (laughs) What to do? It's like, where's where's that training video? Can you imagine that, like, getting that email from your boss right now? Oh, my gosh. What to expect in 2024? And you're like, oh, shit, okay. Here we go. And... Boy, were they asked. Like, I'm like, I, I need a raise if this is what you're expecting me to do. <laughs> These included such items as going to the store on January 1st to protect inventory from looters, empty the safe and deposit into appropriate bank account, report any vandalism to corporate so they could start making arrangements for repairs. 
So they want you to protect the store with your life. Right. Make sure they don't they don't like um, attack and steal your precious videos. Right. Give the money to the company after societal unrest has happened. Jesus like, Christ. dude. <laughs> so fuck the workers. We just want our money. Yeah. Give us all your money. But you know, you make like a dollar above minimum wage. Yeah, right. Anyways. If that. Yeah, right? If that. They're probably giving you a dollar under minimum wage. Wait, did you say over? Over. Oh, no, they were probably doing a dollar Well, he was the manager, that's why I said. Oh, well. Maybe he was getting minimum wage. (laughs) He was, yeah. (laughs) Right. But, yeah, because had Y2K turned into a complete collapse of society, I know my first thought would be, shit, I need to get to the store to make sure nobody rips off all those copies of The Matrix. Blockbuster spent a lot of money on those. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, honestly... Yeah. You mean you're you're telling me that it wasn't, you know, they weren't going in there to get a land before time? Or the land before time? The land before time, I think it is, <laughs> yes. Not E.T. <laughs> oh, no, it was all the Mary Kate and Ashley movies. Oh my god, that'd be the first thing to get looted. What do you mean? Oh, yeah, right away. <laughs> all the, uh, that and all the Disney classics. Oh, god. oh yeah, you know what? I would go in there for the Disney classics. It's like, okay, what, what movie would you loot? From 1999. Wait, when did Shrek come out? Was that 2000? No. Actually, that was... No. That might have been earlier. That might have been 99. Checking. I feel like... Why is this not the first time I've Googled Shrek for the year? Oh, honestly. Uh, No, I want to say it was like early 2000s. Let's see. Let's see. I'm going to say 2002, 2003. 2001. Ooh, I was close. (laughs) No, I think I'm thinking of... I know Toy Story was... Oh, Toy Story might have been the 1999 one. Because I always think it's 2000, but it's not. And I'm like, really? Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, shit. Damn. What? Toy Story was 1995. Toy Story 2 was 
I would go find that movie. If I could go back in time, I would go and I would get this movie so I could bring it back to now. So I could have it now. <laughs> Watch it be something like very obvious or something. Someone would be like, I've looked up polar bear, prince, woman. <laughs> woman. Polar bear at night. Candles <laughs> that you hold. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> it's very frustrating, okay? Yeah, Trying yes. to find something that you don't remember. It's like a childhood memory thing, you know? Yeah, One there. day I will find it and I will be saved. That's... Anyway. I have a few of those, but let's not get into that. Yeah. I will, I will find <laughs> We will be eventually. here for hours. Oh, yeah. Anyways. <laughs> so the story is still continuing. So <sighs> I shared that memo with my staff. God, I wish I had a picture but this was long before smartphones were a thing. Right. Digital cameras weren't even really a thing. And he didn't have his film camera, so. Darn. Uh, and we all had a good hearty chuckle over the ridiculous directive. Instead of reviewing our store safety procedures in preparation for that ridiculous shit, we all had tons of fun talking about what movies we ourselves would steal <laughs> when we joined the looters. <laughs> Where the best place would be to start the fire and burn that fucker right to the ground. <laughs> and how fast we'd have to be we'd have to be driving to make it through the store with our car into the back room. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So See, I'm like, the right idea. Dude, that that would totally be it. Yep. And like that would be us. That would be us. There. Like fuck yeah. It's like, check out this motherfucker. <laughs> right? It's like God. Alas, society endured, and instead, on January 1st, I got to wake up at the crack of dawn, drag my ass down to the store, and process all the returns from the night before. Damn, who the Bummer. fuck had to work on New Year's Day? Apparently he did. That fucking sucks. 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 <laughs> God, and I'm like, that being said, he probably made enough working as a manager at that blockbuster to buy a fucking house. Must Dude. I'm over here all salty about it. Like, <laughs> fuck, I'd be the manager of a blockbuster if it meant owning a home. <laughs> True. Wow. Couldn't be us nowadays. Right? Absolutely not. Homeowners in 2024? In this economy? Excuse me? <laughs> Bitch, where? Right. So, on that very depressing note, <laughs> <laughs> I got another one from user Atomic Risk 3464 I remember living in rural Kentucky and 30 minutes before midnight, my mom took myself and my siblings into the storm shelter, bleh, into the storm shelter in case everything blew up. <laughs> my dad just kept playing EverQuest on the computer. <laughs> so that's, that's a little one where he's just like, you guys are crazy. I'm going to play on my computer. And then again, every other comment on every thread, because apparently a lot of kids, teens slash obnoxious adults did this. Mm -hmm. And this is from a deleted account. I was a smart ass teenager that day. Right before the countdown, I snuck out to the garage. Mm -hmm. I listened as they all counted. And right after they said one, I flipped the main breaker to the house. <laughs> it was the most hilarious thing I have seen. I heard three, two, one. Ha what the fuck? <laughs> They all started freaking out, but only for a minute until they realized the streetlights were still on. Yep. <laughs> My dad looked out the window and saw we were the only dark house on the block. He kicked my ass. <laughs> Not too bad, but I was laughing the whole time. Yep. Sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. I just, I love the little like three, two, one. What, what the, the fuck? fuck? <laughs> there was probably a couple. Oh, shit. Yeah. And just like. Ah. <laughs> 
It reminds me of those TikToks where they're like, when you warned your kid not to play with a Ouija board and they start flicking the lights on and off of their room and you just hear all the screaming. It's like, fuck yeah. Shit. I would do that. Don't fucking touch a Ouija. More like, don't bring that shit into my house. Right? Anyways, user Hustleham7 (laughs) says, not PC related, but I was stationed in 29 Palms, California for electronic school in 1999. There was a sizable earthquake centered several miles from the base. Shook us up real good. Apparently, it was reported that a rift slash canyon of some sort had been opened up by the quake on the base. Fast forward to New Year's Eve and myself and a few others were assigned to stand out in front of the base all night, guarding several dozen devil worshippers who came believing that the devil was coming up from that hole that opened up. Oh my god. I had a rifle but no magazine or ammo of any kind. We were just there for show. Weirdest fucking New Year's. Oof. Turns out, uh, actually that's all. (laughs) I'll edit that out. But yeah, so I guess an earthquake happened where it opened up a crack somewhere on the base and then like some some cult people or some like probably some goths you know right right. we're just like oh my god the devil's gonna come out of that hole there's a reason it came you know that's wild and they're just they're like god damn it now we gotta go guard this fucking hole more holes that sounds like a great time what a way Mm -hmm. to spend your new year's eve guarding a rift (laughs) guarding a crack but yeah That was, I guess, my last story. I didn't realize. Oh, okay. So, yeah, it turns out there wasn't too much on the Y2K thing. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so um, I did look around because I'm like, that, I mean, surprisingly, that actually did take up a lot more time than I thought. I, I thought that was going to be like 30 minutes worth of stuff. Right. But either way, I was like, it's New Year's. What else is New Year's related? I thought about looking up like New Year's ghost or something <laughs> like New Year's. I didn't want to do like murder because that's depressing and we're murder. not too true crimey. No. So unless instead, there's ghosties involved. Exactly. Unless <laughs> they, they stayed. But yeah. Um, so instead I went looking around. I think I was just like New Year's search and then seeing what happened i don't remember <laughs> either way i found a fun article on afar.com called 14 new year's traditions around the world Ooh, okay. which is very superstitious and everything so i figured it's it's paranormal adjacent already <laughs> so number one is a thing for various countries which is eating lucky foods mm, grapes for the mexican yes Actually, in Spain, Portugal, and pretty much a lot of Latin America, including Colombia, mm-hmm. it's, yeah, the grapes. Group? It's 12 grapes yeah. or raisins. Oh, and, I remember yeah. raisins, yeah. And in Italy, for some reason, 12 spoonfuls of lentils. That sounds a lot harder to eat. <laughs> uh, Like cooked lentils, I hope? Yes. Okay. <laughs> like, you get a bowl of lentil soup and you take 12 spoonfuls and you fucking... God, can you imagine how full you must be? Lentils are fucking, like, very filling. Yeah, they're very filling. One with each of the 12 chimes of the clock at midnight. Interesting. Yeah, apparently a lot of people had were thinking it was, like, it has to be for the first, you have one minute for some reason. No, it's the 12 chimes of the clock. Mm -hmm. And someone on TikTok did recently... Because uh, they were they were complaining that people were saying you had one minute to do it. And they're like, oh, no, yeah. it's the 12 chimes. And yep. they happened to own a grandfather clock. Oh, yeah. So they timed it out and it's like 30 seconds-ish. Yeah. 
So there you go. You have 30 seconds to eat 12 grapes. Yep. It's really hard to do. Yes. You have to get the small ones. Don't try it with the big ones. <laughs> Just saying. That's true. You got to strategize. I mean, raisin sounds a lot easier. Oh, yeah. And isn't it like a wish per grape? I think sometimes it is. Sometimes it isn't. It depends on who you're talking to. Oh, I haven't heard that. But that's I, nice. I heard it was like, I guess, pre-plan your wishes and you, as you eat one, you give a, give it a wish, another one, the other wish, another oh. one, another wish. But that, again, it's like various countries, various rules. Mm-hmm. It, it changes. The French usher in the new year with a stack of pancakes. That Ooh, sounds delicious. Delicious. Germans prefer marzipan shaped into a pig for luck. Interesting. In the Netherlands, people eat donuts and other ring-shaped foods. Ooh. What else is ring? Oh, Funyuns. Funyuns. (laughs) Ring-shaped. And then... I guess we're buying Funyuns for... (laughs) We should just do all of them. Oh, my God. Okay, we're doing every single thing I list, all right? This is going to be really (laughs) hard to do, considering some of them are location-based. Yeah. Okay. Estonians feast as many as seven, nine, or even 12 times on New Year's Eve as they believe for each meal consumed, the person gains the strength of that many men the following year. Whoa. So they just have, a. I, I assume they're like many, many, many meals or something. Right. Like you're not about to have a whole ass turkey dinner every fucking plate. Yeah, right. So there's that. So we're eating grapes. We're having feasts. Across All the feasts. <laughs> Across the U.S. South, communities dig into collard greens and black-eyed peas for luck and prosperity. Uh, And collard greens were chosen for their color because green symbolizes money. Money! So we're feasting on ring-shaped foods and collard greens and black-eyed peas and we're chugging grapes and raisins. (laughs) Sounds amazing. And we'll feast, feast, feast. But yeah, so then number two is Scotland. In Scotland. in Scotland, Hogmanay is an end of year's New Year party that starts on December 30th and ends on New Year's Day. Hmm. Uh, there are many variations on the celebration, but the most common tradition is that of first footing, which involves being the first to visit friends and neighbors, often with a symbolic gift in hand. Nice. That's a very nice. I, I assume it's probably like a little like, oh, I made cookies. Yeah. Oh, here's some wine, you know, type stuff. Nice. Which I'm like, what if you're, what if they're the ones out? You know what I mean? Everyone's yeah. going to be visiting everyone. So it's just like, how do you <laughs> time it out? Right. Plan it out. True. It'll work out. People gather to sing old sound, lang, <laughs> old, old lang sign, old lang sign, which is sung the world over, which is true. I've heard it many a times here, but it's originally a Scottish thing. It is. Oh, wait, no, I'll tell you after. All right. Uh, but yeah, they do it as the, as the clock strikes midnight. But one of their most tra- uh, important traditions is the reading of the house. Ooh. This is essentially a deep clean around your home from the cabinets to the front door. One spot that's focused on is the fireplace. All old ashes are cleaned out so everyone in the house can start the new year off fresh. Nice. So they just like clean everything, which I feel like is like, I've heard it for many people, like mm-hmm. a clean start with your clean house. Yeah, type that's of definitely, thing. we did that um, in my household. Mm-hmm. Like it had to be not just like clean, it had to be deep, deep clean. Like you were on your mm-hmm. knees scrubbing the baseboards. You were freaking like uh, taking out all the dishes and cleaning out all of the, um, mm. what are they called? The gabinetes? The, the cabinets. The, the cabinets. Shelves. Yeah, you were like, yeah, we had to clean it out. You move the fridge, you clean behind the fridge. Exactly. <laughs> you pull out the stove, clean behind the stove. Like no dish left out 
at all. Like, Crazy. It was clean, 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 clean. That's the clean, cleanest the house ever was. <laughs> nice. But yeah, so then number three is the Philippines. To ensure a happy new year, the Filipino community believes that wearing round shapes, such as polka dots, promotes prosperity and good luck. What's with the round? I don't like, know, because so the rings too. Germany like ring too, right? Food. You said yeah. it was Germany? Interesting. Yeah. I wonder, hmm. And then uh, eating round fruits were considered fortuitous as well. Hmm. Uh, for the kids, they wrote, for the kids. You uh, jump as high as you can as soon as as soon as midnight hits. Some people believe that it will help them grow taller in the new year. Just for the kids, because you know the grannies and gramps, they can't do it anymore. Yeah, plus you're not growing any taller. No offense. So you're 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 shrinking. You're shrinking. It's like sit. You sit as long as you want. Mm -hmm. Me. (laughs) You'll just keep shrinking and shrinking. I can't grow anymore. Sadly, someone. Nobody gave me the memo. I would have jumped as much as I could. I knew it was going to make me grow. God right. <laughs> but yeah, so number four is Brazil. Wearing white on New Year's Eve. Okay, way to uh, do that. Okay. Uh, wearing white on New Year's Eve has long been a tradition with... Oh, I see. With roots in Africa. I thought they were saying, like, in Africa, they wear white on New Year's, even though I just said Brazil, so I got confused. Oh. No. With roots in Africa. So I guess that's where it came from originally. Oh, how did it come from Africa? I am not sure. Yes. We need to look up the history on that. All right. <laughs> in Brazil, the Festa de Lemanja takes place on this night to celebrate the goddess of the sea, Lemanja. The cum- the culmination of the event is when everyone dressed in white, I feel like you'd enjoy this tradition, runs into the water right at midnight to jump over seven waves. So you jump into the ocean. I would love that. That sounds so fun. <laughs> Each wave and jump signifies a different request the swimmer is making to a different oriksa or god. Ooh. So like kind of like New Year's resolutions or yeah. or wishes as such. So yeah, I'm like, oh, that sounds so fun. I love that. Though you're, I'm like, you're all wearing white, so it's gonna be quite the show. That's <laughs> okay. That'll all be right. fun. I mean, leave it to Brazil. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, so number five, we have Mexico. Mexico. So uh, there's one. Let's see. Yeah, to to ring in the new year filled with travel and new experiences. Uh, in several Latin American countries, people will walk around with an empty suitcase yep. or set it in the middle of a room and stroll around it. Others go further and take a full lap around the block with empty luggage. Yep. My aunt would do that, and I always thought it was the funniest thing because she would chug those 12 grapes, throw water out the door, and then grab her luggage and just sprint around the yep. block like a maniac. And it was just... It was so silly to me as a kid. I'm just like, what are you doing? Yeah, my mom and my and her friends like we oh, when we were younger, we always spent it at one of my mom's friends. They always had a New Year's thing, you know, and they were all the señoras, you know, all the comadres. They would all take their luggage and they'd all run together around mm. the block. And I remember being little and sticking my head out the door like, where the hell are they going? <laughs> like just like. Hello? Yeah, exactly. It's so fun to watch. And then if you're it's in hilarious. a if you're in a particularly Mexican neighborhood, you see multiple people yeah. doing this too. So you're just yes. like, oh, there they go. I'm mm-hmm. like, hey, take scotch with you. Give her some exercise, <laughs> you know, while you're out there. Oh my god, it's so funny. I was wondering if you were gonna mention that one. I'm glad yeah. you did. That's a very like 
memorable one for me. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's such a Mexican thing. It's mm-hmm. so true. No, um, you know, uh, I don't have it down, but I guess because it's more American and I guess they, they weren't really covering it. But you know how mm. like, oh, you kiss on midnight and it's like a whole thing, right? I didn't know that one. Really? Yeah. I'm surprised how many people don't. Like the person you kiss on midnight is like, oh, who you're going to spend the year with. So, sort of a thing. Like it's I a mean, romantic thing. I've always liked like the kiss at midnight, but I didn't know there was a significance behind yeah, it. Yeah, I thought I it was more was like a... Thing. Like a celebration, like, yay, we're together. We've just finished out. We could have thought a new year, you know. Either way, kissing on midnight is a thing and all that. And it's like, yeah, yeah, if you have a romantic interest or if you have a romantic partner, like, kiss them first and all that. Yep. And I'm just like, I remember laughing because James didn't know that was a thing either. Mm -hmm. And I think it was like our first or second. It was probably like second new year because... Otherwise, we I wouldn't have been at his house for New Year. Mm-hmm. And I went to go kiss him. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? And I'm like, what do you mean? And then he's like, why are you kissing me? I'm like, because it's New Year's. You kiss people on New Year's. He's like, yeah. He's like, what? Mm-hmm. You do that? Like, he really had no idea people did that. You know what? I don't even know where I even, like, thinking about it now, I can't remember why I ever, like, like, how I even knew about that thing. Like, I remember running, like, uh, I don't know what that is, like, three four blocks to go kiss someone on midnight so and i don't even remember why that was the thing i was just like that's so funny i'm gonna go see you wow cute yeah i was young yeah. i'm like maybe it's like a tv thing we learned it from it TV might have or been. something. i yeah. feel like that's probably it i don't know why else i would do it so it has to be but yeah i just remember him not knowing and i was like how do you not know it's yeah, a you're thing? like oh, i was hello. so surprised <laughs> but anywho we're now in cuba where people symbolically gather all of the bad spirits and negative energy from the past 365 days and toss them right out the front door. It's not uncommon to see buckets full of dirty water flying out of homes during the countdown to midnight. Ah, So I guess that's what that's what the water is for. You put all the like negative shit in there and then you toss it out. Interesting. If you if you casually heard me say my aunt would chug the grapes throw water out the door and then go running mm-hmm. out that's that's one of them and again i feel like that's more all of latin america at this mm-hmm. point or it could yeah. have been she maybe had like cuban friends who like she picked that up from yeah yeah so yeah it's just like i feel like a lot of the latin stuff kind of like all the latin the latinos kind of do similar things mm-hmm. it, it probably passes from family to family and all oh, that stuff. yeah so yeah so now we're in greece um Ooh, i'm curious on this one Polarico, Polarico, yeah, sure, close enough. Sorry, Greeks. A Greek custom that roughly translates to good foot aims to bring luck at the start of the year. Before the holiday, households will hang pomegranates, thought to be a sign of luck, prosperity, and fertility from their door. Mm -hmm. Then on New Year's Eve, just before midnight, everyone will shut off the lights and leave the house so they can send a lucky individual to be the first to re-enter the house. Right foot first, which sucks if you mess it up. Yeah, right? You came in on your left foot. What? <laughs> That'd be so dumb. Uh, when done correctly, it brings the family good fortune for the year. Afterwards, a second person will take the pomegranate in their right hand and smash it against the door to see just how much luck. The more juicy seeds that spill out, the more luck the new year will bring. Mm. So, so you pick your get strongest strong. person yeah. mm-hmm. and then just smash it. And then it's just like, wow, 
Like, that sounds fun. Now I need a note. George, are you there? George, <laughs> I need you to confirm. <laughs> like, no, we don't do that fucking shit. No. He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Where'd you right. get this from? Right? Google? That's such a lie. No. <laughs> but yeah, and now we are on to Germany. Mm. In much of German. Oh, wait. You didn't say Germany earlier? Yes, but we're on to Germany again. Okay, I guess okay, I have okay. more than another thing. Okay. Because that, that, sure one, that one was the, the food eating stuff related. Because oh, that was various yeah. countries. Now we're just German specific. Okay, got it. I say that, but then much of German speaking Europe, as well as Finland, Bulgaria, Czech, Czechia, and Turkey. There you go. So it's like German and others. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is customary to heat small pieces of lead then cast them in cold water and make a prediction for the year based on the shapes that form. Oh, very witchy. Right? For example, if a ball forms, luck will roll your way. Mm-hmm. These days, kits throughout German-speaking countries include tin rather than lead for obvious right. reasons. I was wondering about that. But yeah, they include tin figurines to melt. And then, like, so they're, like, shaped like things. But okay. Then you, you melt them and then you throw them in water and you do your little predictions ah, and stuff. Which, that's that's so sounds fun. And it like gives like tea tea leaves reading. Yeah, reading tea, tea leaves. leaves. Yeah. I know people do uh coffee stain readings too, where yeah. you flip the, the mug upside down too. Yep. This sounds fun. So now we're in Russia. Russians say thank you to the past year by remembering its most important events during the hours leading up to midnight. So they're just reminiscing. Mm-hmm. And they use twelve seconds of silence before the stroke of midnight to make wishes. So that's nice. They reminisce and then moment of silence and then the New Year's hits. Sweet. Yeah. So it's not a loud New Year's Eve. I mean, maybe after right before, the wishes. Yeah. yeah. And then they're like, all right, let's get the vodka. <laughs> True. <laughs> so what do you mean? All that's... right, all right, all right. Everybody quiet now. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, that sounds like New Year's here. So. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, now we're on to Spain. In, Cat- in the Catalonia region of northern Spain, a special character appears on the last day of the year. Lom del Nasos, which sounds French to me, but sure. Or the man with many noses has as many noses as there are days left in the year. And he grants wishes if you can find him. <laughs> According to this Spanish tradition, children are encouraged to look for him, rarely realizing that on the last day of the year, he only has one nose left and is therefore hard to spot. Wow. Wait, where was this? Spain. In Spain? Okay. That's yeah, because so, he has as many noses as there are days left in the year, and it's New Year's Eve. Ah, uh, I see. So the kids are like, oh, we gotta find a guy. Oh, we can find a guy with a million noses, but they're like, wait, there's one day left in the year. He yeah. has one nose. How the fuck are we gonna know who that is? Right. So it's like a little jokey, pranky type thing. That's funny. like, that's sweet. That's funny. Because, yeah, I remember I read them, like, days left in the year. I'm like, wouldn't that be one nose? And right. then I kept hearing, like, Wow. <laughs> Silly. So now we are in Denmark. At midnight, Danes will jump off a chair or sofa, literally jumping into the new year. It's seen as good luck if you do and bad luck if you don't. So be sure to take a leap if you ever ring the new year in in Denmark. Okay. So they just jump in. So grandma's got to jump at that Yeah, point. she's got to. <laughs> Even if it's a little hot. <laughs> so now we're in Ireland. The Irish have several New Year's traditions such as banging the outside walls of their houses with bread to keep away the bad luck and evil spirits, which is fun, and starting the year with a spotless, freshly cleaned home, as mentioned, that's many a place. 
but one of the most well-known is setting an additional plate at din- at the dinner table for any loved ones lost in the prior year, which is, again, oh, very that. sweet. I feel like that's a tradition for people for, like, other holidays, too, sometimes. Uh, Halloween. Halloween, the, that's what it was. What was it? Um, Samhain? Sa- was that what it was uh, called? Samhain. Sa- Samhain. I think Something it was like that. Hold on. Samhain, but Samhain. I think it's pronounced Samhain. Wait a second, I'm over here reading this thing. The title was... Samhain. Yeah, Samhain. Samhain. No, because I just realized this article is called 14 Different New Year's Traditions and I'm almost done. And I just... No 14? There's 15. Oh, what the fuck? I was just like, (laughs) how did they miscount in their own... uh, Bonus! (laughs) (laughs) But yes, so now we're on to Italy and Spain. Italians and Spaniards and I, Latinos in general, because again, I've heard this one, both wear red underwear for luck. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I, I mean, <laughs> what with the Spaniards, I assume obviously it came over to the Latins. Yeah. However, Spaniards insist the underwear must also be new to be lucky. Italians, however, take things a step farther. They often throw old items out the window to symbolize the coming of new things in the new year. Mm-hmm. I thought... <laughs> The way I read that initially, because they were doing the whole underwear thing, then they're like a, a step further and then throw. I'm like, do they throw their underwear at people? Can you that's imagine? Kind of gross. <laughs> <laughs> no, they just old things. I'm like, I'm sure you pick old soft things or something. Right. Because that would suck if you're walking by and get hit by like, I don't know, an old measuring tape or something that's all beefy. It just like smacks you right on the head. Ouch. Oh, yeah. Not the best. But yes, and for the last tradition, we are going to, any guesses on the country? We haven't covered it yet. The what? The last country we're covering. This one? No. No U.S. U.K.? No. Africa? No. Last guess. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. Hold on. We've done Germany. We've done Scotland. We've done Ireland. Let's just say we've done Europe. And we've done the Latin Americas. Uh, Canada? We are in Japan. Oh my god. <laughs> we forgot about the Canadians. <laughs> Screw the Canadians. No. <laughs> Just kidding, Canadians. <laughs> like, hey, what we do? I mean, I would assume their traditions are very close to American traditions. Maybe. Other than maybe Quebec. Maybe I was going to say maybe they have very similar <clears throat> to France. but That too. Hmm. But yeah, so Japan's New Year traditions have a wholesome focus. Shogatsu, which translates to New Year, is usually celebrated with a visit to the local temple to exchange last year's lucky charms or omamori for new ones. So they're trading out their lucky charms at a temple. That's so cute. Afterward, people will feast on traditional New Year's foods such as prawns, believed to bring along life, and herring roe to boost fertility. So catch me not eating her- herring roll right? in the new year. <laughs> Maybe some prawns. Why not a prawn? Prawns are good. Yes. Shrimp for new year? Yeah. Hell yeah. That sounds bomb. <laughs> all the traditions around the world. Not all of them. There are millions upon yeah, millions, so I'm many. sure. I know there were a lot there that I'm like, oh, I do know that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, lots cool. of them, they... Either we've already participated in them, mm-hmm. or we've seen other people do it, or we've heard of it. Mm-hmm. But that was cool. There were a lot that I 
wouldn't have expected. A lot of rings and polka dots and circles. Yeah. That, like, now I need to know what that means. Like, for a well-rounded or a full life or something like maybe. that, maybe. Circle of life. I don't know. <laughs> you will die. No. Oh, God. <laughs> See, no, the thing is, they mentioned the grapes and everything. And I'm like, what? I've heard under the table... What's with the under the table part? I've heard other people, they're like, no, you have to be under the table when you eat your grapes. I don't think I've ever done that. Yeah, because I know it is a thing for some people. I think it's, a, it's again, a certain Latin American thing. Because huh. I know last year people on TikTok were being fucking crazy and they, they found out the grape thing. Mm-hmm. I think under the table is if you ring in the new year under the table... Uh, you're going to find your husband that year or something crazy oh, like that. Oh, interesting. It's got something to do with a love life. And there were people determined to do all the things. So it's like, and then I know underwear too. It's like red underwear meant love. Green underwear meant money. And then a couple other colors meant a couple other things. Mm-hmm. I don't remember them. But yeah, so they were like, okay, I've got my grapes. I've got my underwear. I've got my luggage. But how are we going to be under the table? So they grabbed the fucking plastic table with them and their buddy they are stuffing their mouth with graves they're carrying the table carrying the luggage and running around the block like that and i was just like girl <laughs> honey i hope you found your husband right like i'm like they were dedicated Damn. to doing every single trick and i just thought it was like you, you know just what? see videos of them with the table and the grapes she was and then doing like the, the most the luggage tied to them because they couldn't yeah. carry it because they were eating the grapes she's like this is my year bitch oh my gosh i'm like damn yeah. honestly for all that effort you better have gotten at least one honestly, of those things i'm hoping the best for you honey so yeah damn. let us know which ones you're gonna try this year and which one's your favorite which one's you know you've done in the past yes i will not be doing the jumping into the ocean because i will die I do not know how to swim. <laughs> oh, I always forget that. I don't know why I forget about that. We still need to do your swim lessons here. I need to learn eventually. We'll teach you. Uh, but yeah, happy new year to you guys. Happy new year. I hope you A enjoyed. shorty but a goodie. Yeah. Short but sweet. Short but sweet. Just, Just like, like me. <laughs> I was about to say that. Just like Lizzie. <laughs> I love that. Oh, I'm Right at the last minute, too. I know. Last I'm mess sorry. up of the year. Damn. <laughs> that, just, that just means I can't edit it out now. Fuck. I've said so. Alrighty. All right. Well, bye. bye. I, I hope you're <laughs> celebrating with your loved ones. I know Pedro Pascal will be here. So Yes. We're Alrighty. putting it into the air. Cheers to the new year. See you guys next year. Bye. bye.